All right, everyone. So I'm super excited to introduce you to my good friend and previous colleague, Aaron Justice. Erin, um, if we can just start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this marketing and this business that you're running right now. Yeah, thanks, Lydia. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. Um, so my name's Aaron, as you mentioned. Um, you know, I've been uh, so I got into marketing kind of indirectly. I didn't purposely, you know, try to study marketing or anything. Always been fascinated, you know, with like psychology, for example. Didn't study that either, um, but just been interested on like what makes you things. So, um, but really how I got into it was through a startup that I've helped to build up, Happy Neighborhood Project. And, you know, we built it up from the ground and, you know, we needed to spread the word. And what we do is we do online networking events all across the world. So we need to find ways to connect with different people all across the world that we didn't know. And one of the best tools for that was social media. So, you know, that was one of the major tools we used to grow, connect with a lot of people. And then what I realized is I would start, you know, telling, you know, sharing some of the stuff I was learning for just from, you know, experience, you know, trying to, to grow our, our, our company um, with business owners, you know, a lot of the business owners that would network with us. And what I didn't know, what I thought was just common knowledge, uh, they thought was very helpful. And so I started sharing more and more of it. And um, I actually started doing like a monthly masterclass through Happy Neighborhood um, about, you know, social media tips, tricks, and hacks. Um, and then I eventually picked up some side work, you know, doing some posting for some people and, you know, I've, I've done some coaching. So I, overall I've coached, you know, all together through the classes and just one-on-one -on -one social media work, uh, you know, I would say hundreds of business owners, um, about it. And I've just been able to learn from doing, um, and to really apply that knowledge. And of course, you know, research, Google, you know, all that, all that YouTube, um, and just keep applying new things and keep trying to try new things. And, um, you know, the second part of your question, why I'm passionate about it is I love to help people. Um, in general, like I, I do have a passion for helping. Um, and one thing I found on social media is it's, it can be very complicated and it doesn't have to be. Um, mm -hmm. And most people will tell you, it, they're telling you, you know, businesses are telling you from the angle, they want you to spend more money. So they want you to spend money on, you know, using them to post for you instead of teaching you how to do it. They want, they don't want to teach you all the tools because they want to keep getting paid by you. So I was passionate about it because I was working with small business owners, solopreneurs who didn't have a huge marketing budget. And for me, I was like, if I can teach you some things that you can do on your own that will save you some time, save you some money, like that is helping you with your business. So, um, you know, I became passionate about helping people with that. No, that's cool. It's like your work experience and your work history kind of like happened on to those skills and you were able to use that to share with other people. And I see a lot of your posting, a lot of your work is on Instagram specifically. So why, I'm assuming Instagram's your favorite platform. Why is Instagram your favorite platform? Why are you on there the most? Yeah, I mean, I think there's power in every, you know, in other platforms too. They're, they're great for other things, but you know, my personal preference is, is Instagram. Um, some of that is, once again, personal preference just because I like the layout of it. I like the way it's organized. Um, I, I'm a, like, I, I do like things to grab and catch your attention. You know, like it's a little ADD in that sense, right? I like, so like it's very visual platform, but overall the way it's organized. Now, the reason why I still like it a lot, you know, I use it a lot is because I find that it's much easier to reach people that you are not already connected with. And so what I mean by that is Facebook is typically close friends and family. And like, I use Facebook to network people I don't know. Like I'll add people I don't really know if we have mutual friends just because I know some government, but not a lot of people do, right? And if you make a general post, it's not gonna reach a lot of people that you that don't already follow you or already friends with you. And if you wanna target them, you have to do ads. Same thing with LinkedIn. LinkedIn can actually reach a lot of people, but like to actually message them, you have to pay, right? You have to do that. You get a couple of free messages or something and then you make you do LinkedIn premium. 
So with Instagram, I find it's a great uh, to be able to reach people you don't already know. And especially you can find them in special, you know, niches, you know, in special industries based off hashtags, who they follow and stuff like that. So I find that a great be a great platform to, you know, get to meet people. Awesome. You're saying that Instagram's trying to move over to being kind of like a a search engine or of sorts. Can you expand on that a little bit? For sure. Yeah. So I think I don't think um Instagram's gonna be the only platform that wants to do this, you know, a lot of platforms want to do this. But what I mean is you look at some of the things they've been developing. Um, so like the Instagram store is big for like products. You can you can see more stuff for sale on the Instagram store. Um, they want people to look and search for services as well um, through their platform. They want people to actually use it as a search engine, like a Google type of thing. And you find more and more people doing that. So like, you know, for example, I live in Arizona. So I live in Chandler, but maybe I'll, Phoenix is the big city nearby, right? So I might do Phoenix, you know, uh, barbershop or something or Phoenix okay. tattoo shop. Phoenix, you know, gym or something like that. And they're trying to make it so that I'm actually, it's giving me results. Now in the long run, that leads to more money potential for them, right? More, more ads, you got to figure out what their, what their intentions are in the long run. Um, so that being said, there's a way that you can kind of use that to your advantage. Um, now what that means, you, you, you can optimize your profile, like your bio, um, your username, not your username after the app, but just the name you know, that you put for yourself. Um, and you want to put something that makes you searchable. So even my personal profile, I have Aaron Justice, and then I'll have a dash Chandler, Arizona. And I've had someone actually reach out to me that I've connected with, developed a friendship. And I asked them like, how did you find me? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm glad we connected, but I was just curious. How did you find me? And they said, well, I typed in Chandler cause I'm moving to Ch like that area soon. And you came up and I was like, wow, look at that. It works. Right. So you can do that for your business, you know, Phoenix realtor, Sacramento, you know, loan office, whatever it may be, you can make yourself searchable that way. Okay, that's awesome. So I'm going to skip around a little bit because on that note, if someone were starting their Instagram page from scratch, what are the most important steps you would suggest that they take so that they can take advantage of stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, make yourself easily searchable and identifiable. So like if you have a username you use on Facebook or something like that, or LinkedIn or a common name people find you by, I would try to be as consistent as possible with that so that people will find you because you know, I do that. I have friends with people on Facebook and sometimes I'm curious, like, I'm, cause I'm always looking to grow Instagram. Right. And so I'll, I'll go search for them on Instagram by the name they have on Facebook. Uh, the other thing is sometimes you want to have matching profile pictures as well. Um, because if you have a matching profile picture from your other platforms, if they find you on there, they're likely to more likely to find you on Instagram as well. So you want to be, you know, have people be able to find you because it can be hard to get your followers growing in the beginning. Right. It can be, it can be hard to get that going. Um, now I would say, also tell people you're on Instagram. So if you're already big on Facebook, like if that's your big platform or LinkedIn or something, there's nothing wrong making a post. Hey guys, I just started an Instagram. Like, you know, uh, here's my username. Go ahead and give me a follow. I'll follow you back. You know, that's a big thing because on Facebook, you know, and LinkedIn, it's mutual. It's a mutual connection, right? Like if you accept and you guys are both connections, Instagram, it's not the case. Like I could follow you and you could be like, yeah, I don't want to follow you back, you know? So that's why sometimes if you want people to, you want people to actually follow you, you got to like tell them like, Hey, I'll, I'll follow you back. Go ahead and like, you know, find me on, on Instagram. So there's a couple things. Now, other than that, the next thing you want to do is, is explore, explore the platform, go look through things, look through, you'll follow a couple people, follow some friends, follow some bigger accounts, your favorite celebrities, your favorite sports team, whatever, follow some things and see what people are doing. See how people interact. Look at stories at the top, you know, the little circular stories, you know, see what people are doing on those and look, go to the explore page see what's popular, see how people interact, see what different content types there are, just really take it all in. I mean, that's something you could probably, you should do on every platform, but really just kind of get a feel for how it all kind of goes down. Now, um, and then I would say the next thing is, um, 
don't be afraid. Like, don't be afraid. Just start doing something. Like, make a post. You could always delete it in the future if you want. You clean up your profile. Like, make a post. See what happens. See what happens when you use hashtags and you don't use hashtags and how many you should use. And, like, you just got to start experimenting. I think you can't be afraid to fail. Um, and you can always start off simply by posting a story. That might be, you know, a little less scary because it disappears after 24 hours. So um, those would be my major tips for someone getting started. Awesome. And what would you say are some examples of how a business should decide like what kind of content that they should be putting out there, what their target audience is when they're on Instagram? Right. So the target audience, I mean, overall, is just going to be this, like, that's going to be the same, right? No matter what, like they're going to, you're going to figure out what your target market is, right? Like you, you know, that like, you know, for you as people looking to buy or, you know, refinance homes or something, right. Um, in, in your general area, like geography kind of matters to, for what you do. Like, I know you're not in a specific area, but you know, in general, that kind of matters. So you got to decide, does it matter ge geographically where people are? Does my business, does it matter if it's, you know, is it location-based, right? Um, you know, real estate very much so is location-based. But if it's like I sell t-shirts or something, it doesn't really necessarily matter, right? So first, you, you got to decide that. You got to figure out those kind of basic things. Then I think a big thing you can do and people are afraid to do is I get inspiration from other accounts all the time. So if I'm a realtor and I started um, on Instagram, right? I'm going to go look up, I might go search, go back to the search engine thing, you know, go search Sacramento realtors, right? And I want to see the top people that show up, the top people that show up, um, because there's a reason they're showing up number one or two or three or four and look at them, see how many followers, all the stuff. If they have an account that you like, start looking through what they're doing, right? Take some things that you like that they're doing. You don't have to do it that way. Look at several different examples, but that's how I've gotten a lot of inspiration. I see people who are slightly bigger than me. If I have a hundred followers, I want to look at someone who has 500 followers. If I have a thousand followers, I don't want to look at someone who has 5,000 followers. What are they doing that's making them stand out, have people follow their content? And also look at their posts to make sure people are actually engaging with it. Because a lot of people buy followers, you know, they purchase followers, yeah. or they buy old accounts from people and they're not getting any engagement. So my advice overall is just look at what other people are doing that are in your industry or in your niche and you don't copycat it but you take notes from multiple different sources and then kind of piece together your own formula try some things out see what works and also make sure you're doing stuff that you don't hate yourself for doing like if you huh. hate doing reels, like reels are great reels are awesome but if you hate doing them like you're gonna hate you're not gonna be consistent because you're gonna burn out after a couple of weeks you're like i can't do this shit like it's not worth it you know huh. so that's my advice huh. Um, and I'm curious about the, um, the purchasing followers. Like I saw some posts and they had like a thousand likes, but one comment, is that something that, you know, they have a lot of bots and, or does the likes count as engagement? I was just confused how they could have so many hearts and then like no comments or interaction otherwise on their post. Yeah. So that's a pretty good sign. I mean, I would say just buying followers, you won't even see sometimes a lot of likes. Like you'll see someone with 13,000 followers and like 37 likes. It's like. Mm -hmm really was it that bad what you posted like really wasn't that like even then people are gonna like your post but that's a good what you just said is another example if they could be having bots on their posts like their posts you know um it's still a little surprising sometimes people limit the amount of comments sometimes people only let it so that people who follow them can like it and, and stuff like that so there's different that that could be a good example of that but honestly you'd rather have buying followers in my opinion is never a good idea because uh -huh. it messes with the algorithm it messes with how the algorithm works um you would rather have a hundred people who follow you who actually like and look at your stuff than a thousand people who don't give a shit about your stuff. Like mm -hmm. it, you, you'd rather have a smaller group who actually pay attention because again, let's go back to if you're a realtor, those people are more likely to get to know you, you build, build a relationship. They're more likely to refer their friends to you, right? They're more likely mm -hmm. to want to do business. If they feel like they know you as a human. Um, the other thing is 
without diving too much into it, but like how Instagram works is when you post, it's going to show your post to percentage of your followers, a small percentage of your followers. And based on how that, like let's say 5%, right? And let's say how those 5% engage with your post is going to determine if Instagram starts pushing it to more and more people. And even the people who might not follow you, but just follow the hashtags that you use. Now, let's say it pushes it to 5% and five of those percent, 5% of those people, like none of them are real. So none of them are liking your post you're going to get no reach on your post because Instagram is going to be like, oh, this post was a, was a, um, was okay. didn't perform, right? Yeah. yeah. It was, it, well, not a good idea. <laughs> okay. Good, good to know. So it all looks cool if people are looking at your page and they're like, wow, she has so many followers. But other than that, to effectively like market yourself, that's not what you're actually going for. Um, it looks good, right? It looks good. But if you're trying to like in the long run, I don't think it's a good strategy. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so what are some things that you think is unique to Instagram that Instagram has to offer that people should be taking advantage of? Sure. So um, I think something I kind of said earlier um, that I'm going to just, you know, I'll, I'll dive a little bit more into detail on is easier to connect with people who don't already follow you. Um, it's speci uh, specifically like in a certain niche or a certain, you know, location or a certain area. Um, so like, for example, hashtags, I think hashtags are bigger on Instagram than any other platform. Like you can use them on Facebook, but I've always been told don't use more than one to two or three on Facebook, you know, one to three. Um, I, I believe that as well. I've experimented um, and I don't always use, you know, hashtags on Facebook. Um, LinkedIn, I, I've heard anywhere from like three to seven, three to eight, but I personally stick around five. Instagram, you can do five, but you can do up to 30. And I've gotten great results doing up to 30. Now, mm -hmm. has the way that the, the feed works is it will actually like in your main, you know, feed while you're scrolling, um, Instagram will show you, like, if you follow a certain hashtag, it will show you posts on your main feed that, that are from that hashtag, even though you might not be following someone. Um, mm -hmm. It will show you posts because, like, we think you're interested in this. Instagram um, will also say, hey, we saw you liked, we were showing you this because you liked a reel from a similar account, you know? So they'll start to show you stuff from people that, um, you know, that you don't even follow. So I think you can kind of reverse engineer that. I think there's the, the explore page is really big. The explore page where you just see random content based on the stuff you like. Because Instagram tracks not only who you typically engage with, so they'll start showing you similar accounts. They look, they, sh they look at what kind of content you, you typically like. Like, do you, do you, like Lydia, if you tend to watch videos that are 15 seconds long, you know, but I like videos that are a minute long, we're going to see different kind of posts. Um, maybe I like carousels, you know, the kind of post where there's more than one picture, you know, you slide mm -hmm. over. It's so I love those. <laughs> those are like one of my favorites too. I, I like, like swipe, right? I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's in there? No, it's over. Uh, no, I, I, I love carousels too. And it's a great content type. Um, so I think it, it's also easy to go find people in the sense that, yeah, you can people just see you if they like your hashtag, but you could actually be more, I guess, aggressive. And like, you could go like for me, I want to connect with people in Phoenix, right? I can go hashtag Phoenix, Arizona, click on it, go to recent posts, and then look at all the most recent posts that use that hashtag. And I might go down and start liking all those posts because I want all these people to see a notification from me, which will draw them back to me. So it's easier to, and, you know, and what's notification? I call it a digital footprint, a social media footprint, meaning that I left a footprint when they see my like, they go and click on my username and it goes to my landing page, which is my profile, right? So it's easy to draw outside traffic, in my opinion, back to your page. You can actually grow followers significantly without even posting that much. Like I, I you still want to post because you want to have valuable content when people come to your landing page. And also you can still grow that way. But I've had situations where I didn't post that often on my personal page. All I did was post in my story and I liked other people's posts and stuff like that and left comments on posts. And I grew my following significantly. So whenever I did post, it reached a lot of people. So okay. I just think it's a lot of stuff like that. 
So your secret formula to getting a new follower, like it's an account that you like, you're saying you, you like their story, you go into their account, you follow them, you like five of their posts or something like that. So that when they see their notifications, it's just Aaron Justice over and over and over again. And they're like, who is this guy? Click on it and hopefully they follow you back. Exactly. And if you have a good profile picture too, one that catches their eye and they come and they see what that, what I have going on there, like they like my content. So it is like, that's why it is important to have content that's good, right? But it's just people think that's the only way you bring people to you. No, in my opinion, yes, that's a great way sometimes to bring people to you, but the content is what you want them to see once they get to your page, in my opinion. I, I yeah. think there's many other ways to actually draw them in, like you just said, going liking, liking their story and leaving comments is going to be the best. It just takes more time because a comment, not only that, let's say I go to Kim Kardashian's page, all right? And she makes a post. And oh my gosh, she has like, like 50 million followers. I have no idea. Like something like that. Some crazy amount of followers, 50 million above. I, I haven't checked. I don't, I actually don't follow Kim Kardashian. But anyways, um, so let's say that she makes a post and I leave a comment on her post. Now, what I, and it's really funny. Like, let's just say it was a really good comment. It's really clever. You know, not always gonna do that. But if you did, and let's just say everyone starts seeing. Now, now I'm leveraging her 50 million followers because now her followers are seeing my name, my comments, and they, and of course, people are curious. Who is this guy? This looks hilarious. You know, go click on it. All of a sudden, her following, I have not built up any of those followers and I'm drawing traffic to my page. Now you can do that on a much smaller level for you. Like I've mentioned before, Sacramento, right? Sacramento Kings page or a Sacramento big restaurant that has a ton of followers or brewery or, or whatever. It doesn't really matter what it is, but you can leverage their following and you already know that their market is going to be Sacramento based people, which is what you're looking for. So yeah. Uh -huh. So um, I'm going to cut that out as a short clip on how to leverage Kim Kardashian's Instagram account. <laughs> and just go from there. <laughs> um, and so we're talking about reels. We're talking about carousels. Do you know if there's like a, a type of post that performs best on the Instagram platform or does it just depend on your followers? Yes, no, yes, and yes. I mean, yes to both of those. <laughs> um, so yes, there is in general, like just general like reels, video content, like uh, video content still reigns supreme on platforms, um, but reels are very popular. Why? We know why. Because TikTok got really popular. Instagram's saying, hey, we're losing a lot of our attention to TikTok. So we got to develop something similar. So they put out reels. And then they, and then not only that, their algorithm starts pushing that very heavily because they want the people who would like to see the TikTok style to stay on their platform instead, right? Mm -hmm. So something like reels is going to be very popular. Anything new that they come up with, they're going to, they're going to, like favor that with their algorithm because they want people to use their new features. Okay. So mm -hmm. like video and, 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 um, and, uh, reels tend to do the best. However, they also like consistency and they like people who use different content types. So they don't want you just to do reels. Typically, they don't want you just to do videos. They don't want you just to do, you know, they want you to do IG lives. They want you to do still, I call it just a still picture, which is just one, right. You know, one picture. Right. Um, and then carousels as well, as we talked about carousels are great because every time someone slides that counts as a little interaction on your page, like Instagram will literally track how long someone's looking at each picture. Like what is the most pot? Like they can tell all these little crazy details. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is it does matter what your target market likes. That does matter a lot right? Certain groups are going to like reels. I would say younger crowd probably likes reels more than the older crowd a little bit, right? Um, mm -hmm. But it's also they like consistency. So if I tend to post a lot of pictures, like on the, they, they, you know, still photos and my engage, my followers engage with those, 
like I'm going to do well with still just a regular photo. So, but if you're just getting started and you want to know like reels, like jump into reels. Like I don't love making reels to be honest, but I just not my style. I'm not a TikTok guy. Like I like photos. And I like writing. Like I like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're new, then I would say reels, video content. Okay. So give it all a try and just see, you want to use those insights, right? So if you have a business Instagram page or as a business, is that how it works? So you're able to track insights and see how your post is performing. I believe creator and and professional. So mm -hmm. yeah, I used to have a business account. Now I believe it's professional and creator. Both of those, I think you okay. can track the insights. If you have a personal, you don't track. It doesn't track the insights. I see no reason of having a personal. Um, I've actually heard that. And I've been hearing this recently too, and I would agree that creator is actually maybe the best way to go. A creator profile type because um, it, you get more options on music. So if you're going to do reels and you're going to do like stories, engaging stories and stuff, um, you get more music choices. So um, yeah. Interesting. I'm just writing that down. Um, I, after having that consultation with you a couple of weeks ago, I did change my personal account to a creator account. And so the insights have been um, really cool. Uh, I'm working mostly on the consistency and the hashtags. <laughs> Thank you for all of the insight. <laughs> um, what are, <laughs> what was that? I said it takes time to build the consistency with Instagram mm -hmm. to a while to recognize when you're like, okay, this is now a pattern, you know? Um, but then the, the hashtags, man, that stuff changes all the time. That's why I say it's more of like an art than a science. Like you're always having to kind of play with it and then it still might go wrong. Cause remember what's the first thing I told, or one of the first things I talked about today was Instagram shows your post to a small percentage of your followers first, and it sees how they engage with it. If they engage, if they engage with it, Instagram will start pushing it to more of your followers, but it will also start pushing it more to those hashtags. So you could use the exact same hashtags on a different post and one might do way better on hashtags than the other one. And it could have been nothing other than man, Instagram picked a bad 5% of my followers to show it to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Awesome. Oh, so we talked a little bit about like a life hack to getting people to follow you back and see your digital footprint. Um, what would be maybe three tips that you'd give to have people help them build genuine relationships using their Instagram marketing? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, number one is, this is my number one tip for anything on Instagram. It's just, um, engagement. And that means you not people engaging with you because you can't directly control that. You can put out good content that you hope people will engage with, but you need to outwardly engage. You need to go like other people's posts. Unless you're Kim Kardashian or you're uh, one of these big celebs, then you don't really need to, right? Um, you don't really need to go, but people know who you are. They're going to follow you. You can just post whatever you want. You don't even need to use hashtags if you're one of those people. But huh. if you're a person like myself or you or any of us, you know, we're pretty cool, but we're still regular people. Now you're going to want to do outward engagement. So that means two things. Um, not just two ways, but don't forget about your current followers. Like the people who are already following you are already fans of you. Don't forget about them. Like some people just like, Oh, I want other people to reach me. No, start off with them because if they're always engaging with your stuff, because then, then your post is going to reach more outside people as well. Okay. So what you want to do is make sure you're liking people's posts that, are, that, that you follow, that are following you, like their posts consistently comment on it. It doesn't have to be, I know I made a joke about like leaving some clever comment on something or funny. It doesn't have to be that. Like someone just got married, say congratulations, <laughs> like be a human being, you know what I mean? Like just say congrats or like happy birthday or like, you know, someone posts a progress, they like way to go, you know, or like they got a new car, like just congratulate people. Hey, this is a really cool photo. Where is this? Like the smallest things, you know, or, Hey, it was great bumping in. Like just keep doing that. Like keep leaving these comments. And also this is going to do two things for you. They're going to start fall. They're going to, you know, become fans of you. I call them social media allies, people that you always engage with when they post. They always engage with you. Um, Instagram will start showing your posts to them 
like higher up on the algorithm because they'll see that you are a person that they consistently engage with, right? So they want to show people the posts that they want to see, which they base off how much they engage with you. So leave comments and likes on other people's posts as much as you possibly can. That's the most important thing. Um, and, and so when we talk about relationships, generally, if you want to build genuine relationships, it's going to be people who are already following you, right? So um, that's why I say engage with people who are already following you. Be authentic. You said genuine, right? So be yourself. Like, don't be so cookie cutter. Like, like I'm not going to say people like start political debates all the time or anything, but like be yourself. Like know your, know who follows you and like don't be afraid to post something edgy if that's who your followers are. Like don't be afraid to like just, you know, say things. Like I, like for me, I swear like a, a decent amount. Like I don't really care. Like I, I, I mean, I, like some people are go stay away from that with business and everything. But like I personally, people know that that's who I am. Like I get passionate about things uh, and, you know, I swear a little bit. That's yeah. me. That's that offends me. Talk. <laughs> well then the, you're not my genuine you know follower then not you but you get the point right so uh, but, but but exactly because here's the thing for as many people that you'll offend there's gonna be people who want nothing to do with you because they're like oh this person's too cookie cutter like they, they're not you know what i mean like you're gonna you're gonna attract people in your interview way might as well do be authentic and be yourself all right if you're funny and you like to make jokes crack jokes if you're not a funny person you don't like jokes i don't know who doesn't but anyways if you don't don't be posting funny stuff all the time. Like post who you are. Okay. So that's a big thing. You want to make it genuine, be who you are. Um, and then number three, be consistent. Um, like if I can be the nicest guy in the world, but if I only talk to you once every year, we're never going to build a relationship or friendship. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just never going to happen. So be consistent with your posting. I don't mean it has to be every day, but like if you're going to post, post, you know, at least once a week or something, right? And then also comment on their post frequently, you know, and, and post your story frequently and respond to your DMs if people take the time to DM you, you know, like be consistent with what you're doing. It takes time to build relationships. It's just like anything. It's relationships is just like working out. Like you could go have the craziest, you could go networking and go meet, you know, 50 to hundred people in one day. And you could have all have just amazing conversations with them. But if you never do it again, nothing, like if you don't ever follow up, yeah. never talk nothing's gonna happen i could go have the best workout in my life for and go 10 hours straight if i don't do it again i'm gonna get fat all right like it doesn't it doesn't matter you got to be consistent those are my three big things yeah. like engage authentic and then be consistent and does that if i were to ask like just some in general pro instagram tips would that change a little bit your answer yeah no i mean so those are my my three for just building genuine relationships and like i said those are gonna be people who are typically already following you so i mean and then again like just to go back real quick, like if someone's always liking your stuff, try to try to reciprocate that love. Like don't take that for granted because like those people are, are really important. The people who always comment on your stuff, try to comment on all their posts. Um, but yes, I would say a couple, a few different bonus tips is, um, so for a lot of people, like if you want to get down to business, you're trying to get business done, you need, there needs to be conversation, right? Like you can post, but typically like there's not a ton of businesses. Yes, products, clothing, sure. But like not a ton of businesses where I'm just going to post and someone's going to just go, oh, okay, I want to work with them now and just go to my website and purchase my stuff. Like there usually is some kind of conversation that needs to happen. And a great place for that is DMs. So one good thing to do is on stories. So when some people post stories, you know, just do the little reactions. Like there's the, you know, it gives you the fire reaction, the laughing reaction, the heart reaction, the 100, you know, whatever. Do those things because just clicking that sends that person a DM. Mm -hmm. It sends them a reaction they're going to open it and a lot of times they'll just respond oh yeah haha i'm glad you found this funny bam your conversation's already started now you can now you can converse so engage with people's stories okay number two one thing i've always loved and i've gotten great feedback from it is doing voice messages voice messages let's say for example i i you made a post i thought it was funny on your story i do the haha face whatever emoji and then you respond like oh yeah like whatever just some kind of response you know i'm glad you thought it was funny and then um 
I, you know, it might be like a couple of changes, but then as soon as I can, I'm going to do like a voice message, keep it short. Like, Hey Lydia, um, hope you don't mind. Just want to do a voice message real quick. Sometimes I just say like, I'm, you know, I'm driving. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to crash. So I was going to go ahead and send you a voice message, you know, and uh, just want to say, hope you're having a great day. Uh, really like that post. Love your content. Keep up the great work, you know, something like that. And that makes you that much more of a human being. Like that makes you more relatable and people tip and you people can sense so over just direct text, you can't tell tone and stuff, right? You can be a lot warmer over like a voice message. So that is just a little thing I've done over time. And it's led to great results. I would also say things people don't do on Instagram is they don't have a clear call to action. Um, they don't have a clear call to You don't have to have it on every post. If you're just sharing your life, that's great. But if you want someone to do something, pretend they or assume they know nothing. Like, hey, you know, book a call with me. Okay, how do I do that? Hey, click on the, you know, after you give your value in the post, say, hey, go to, go to click the link in my bio and to go book a call with me. You know, it, if you want to learn more about blah, 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 right? Whatever it is, like give clear call to actions. Hey, follow me if you want this. Hey, you know, leave a comment on this. Give clear call to actions. Some people don't do that. Um, number three, something to, you got to realize is it's different than Facebook is that the image comes first. So on Facebook, the writing comes first, right? The, the, mm -hmm. the, the cap post comes first and then the image or video comes on Instagram it's opposite so you got to keep in mind your attention grabber is typically the image or the video itself right so that means if you're doing a video whenever you upload for the cover image or a reel or for the um the, the thumbnail is really important because that's what they're going to see before the video even plays okay also if, if if it's really important if your post if it's really important for them to read the caption you want to use your post like the, the picture or video to redirect to the caption right? Like have like, Hey, read, you know, read the caption for like, there's someone I know who's a great follow. Um, she's a, her, especially if you're a coach, someone to get a good example of, um, Emily Freeman, she's like a dating coach or something, a relationship coach. Okay. Mm -hmm. She has amazing Instagram and all her posts, you know, will say like here, like, you know, you know, three tips on how to attract, you know, emotionally available woman or something like that. And it will say, you know, you know, in the caption, like point down to the caption. So use the image as your attention grabber and redirect it to the caption. Okay. So like, you got to know that your image is an attention grabber typically. Okay. And then I was also going to say, just don't, I already kind of mentioned this. Don't underestimate the, the power of stories. Um, so like, I don't mean stories like telling a story. Yes, that is, that is great to do at story sell. Right. But um, like the actual story posts, uh, those are important. Those are daily and you don't have to feel much pressure about them. They're much more relaxed, casual, you know, you can just post your behind your scenes. You can post your food. You can post your, you know, or like just your, your, your eggs you made. If you're going on a walk, you know, a good view you see. Yeah, you can make those regular posts too. But throughout your day, they're really easy to do. And there's some people who only look at stories. They don't really scroll through everything. So, um, you know, and I've gained a lot of followers and kept them following me just by keeping engaging stories. Interesting. Yeah, I put all my kind of on the fly stuff in the stories and then my more planned thought out posts go on my actual timeline there. Um, I'm going to ask you the, the question, the real question. Should someone make a separate business versus personal account? Do you have any thoughts on that? Or I, we hear, I hear both ways, yes and no. So I'm just curious what you think. Um, so the, the unexciting, boring answer is it depends. <laughs> um, but first off, like there's some reasons you'd want to do like if you have more than one person working with you, absolutely, you should do a separate account. Like, if it's not just you, of course, like if you're not a solopreneur, right, and you have a team and stuff, then you should absolutely do a business account. Um, now, it really depends because you don't want to get too off topic if you have a business account. Like, you don't want to get too off topic. But in general, it doesn't really matter. Like, you can share your life through your, your personal account. So I would say you got to think about this. Are you going to dedicate the time 
Do you have the time? Are you willing to, are you going to hate yourself if you do it to actually take the time to not only post on both accounts, but to do engaging engagement, you know, like comment on people's posts and stuff. Oh, yeah. If you're not going to be active on both accounts, then I would only do one. So that's the first thing I would say is if you're not going to be active, like very active on both, I think you're better off building up one. Like in my opinion, I have a second account because my, my personal, I'm very particular about what I post. Um, and I use it as a networking tool, whereas the other one, and also I made it a few years ago, a couple years ago, and I kind of did it because I wanted to experiment, right? I wanted to try things and, you know, do all that. But to be honest, I don't really focus on that one as much. I really just build up my personal for the most part. And I use that to engage. I want people to follow my personal typically, um, because, you know, that's where I do most of my engaging on. So you really got to look at yourself. If I have time to do both, sure, I can see pros of that. Because if I'm going to post every single day in my business one, then, and then I'm only going to post my personal once in a while, then that's fine. But you just want to make sure that you're actually going to manage both and do both. Um, my personal, the way I kind of lean right now, though, is focus on building one up first. Like build one up over time. And if you want to make a second account later as you built up a big following and good engagement, go for it. But if you're not getting good engagement now and you're not happy with what you're getting out of Instagram now, why would you, why would you split it in half? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would you, I, I just don't see the point in that. Yeah. So there's like a cost value benefit <laughs> to consider there. Well, that was actually a really thorough, a thorough answer to that question. Cause I always hear that it depends, but I don't really hear too in depth, like the reasons behind it, but that's definitely great thoughts to consider for that. Um, it looked like you were talking, but I did not hear anything come through. Were you going to say something? Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, look, if you get to the point where you build up big enough and you outsource some of your social media, you know, you get someone to post for you or something like that. And you want and you but you want to have control of your own. And like you like that makes sense. There are scenarios to have a second account open up, you know, if you really wanted to do that. Um, but just like in general, I would just say, you know, like it just I think with everything on social media, everyone's so cut and dry. Like you have to do it every day or you have to do it. No do what you're actually going to do consistently because it doesn't if you say i'm going to post every day and then you only do it for two weeks that's much worse than posting three times a week and keeping that consistent for six months you know what i mean like mm -hmm. you, whatever you consider doing make sure it's something that you are able and willing to do um and, and stay consistent with um before you 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 know make a decision like that but, but yeah. yeah well that's awesome i uh really excited about everything that we were able to cover in this podcast. There's a lot of um, gems in there uh, that I just super happy that we'll be able to share these with so many real estate agents and other solopreneurs out there. Um, one last question, how can people find you? If they say with that Aaron guy, he's pretty cool. Like I want to use his services or I want to see what he's up to, or I'm going to go visit Chandler, Arizona. How can they find you? you just type in Chandler, Arizona. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> work for someone, but uh, no. Uh, if you want to find me at my personal, you can follow me on either. I keep a public account. So I have a personal, it's just at Aaron Justice. It's just my name. So A-A-R-O-N. Last name is J-E-S-T-I-C-E. -E. So it's like justice, but with the E instead of that, that U. And um, so just one, one word, no, no underscore numbers or anything. Um, and then I also do have my business account, which again, I do plan on posting more to towards in the future, but I kind of use it more so as just experimenting with, um, but it is brand justice. So, you know, just D-O-Y-O-U-R. Uh, B-R-A-N-D, and then my last name, J-E-S-T-I-C-E. -E. I'm also on Facebook, Aaron Justice. I, I accept people on there as well. And LinkedIn, Aaron Justice, same thing. You can find me there. All right, awesome. Well, thank you for your time, Aaron. I super appreciate it. And maybe we'll be doing this again in the future. Awesome. I would love to, Lydia. Thank you so much.